Go ahead. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the hardworking happy hour. I'm Sean. <laughs> and I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. That's what we're going to do. And uh, I guess we should just start right off the rip. Uh, you know, just disclose this to everybody. We oh, what? We don't have any drinks. Oh, we're drinkless. We're drinkless this week. I know. Not it's even any water. Day. I know. We should have gotten some water at least. We should have definitely gotten some water, but I think we'll make do. Yep. We Adapt. Don't... Overcome. It's Survive. Uh, okay. Yeah. Wasn't sure where that. I wasn't sure where I was going to go either, but well, we're doing it. It's the middle of it. the day. We can't be drinking middle of the day because we have to go back to work after this. We have to go back to work after this and uh, get some more footage of the trailer build out and... I think if anything, Ant's probably happy that we we stepped away oh, for a bit. Yeah, absolutely. especially as he starts finishing up some of the details, he's like, "Get out of yeah. here!" He does not want us looking over his shoulder anymore. He definitely or me does sticking not sticking a camera in his face. He yeah, he's done with that for that. this week. So yep. uh, we love and appreciate you, Anthony. Thank you for <laughs> doing everything you do. Uh, but I think that's something that is important to to touch on and talk about is what we're yeah. doing this week. Yeah. Exciting what we, stuff. What are we doing this week? Building out a new trailer. A bigger, badder, cooler trailer. Yes. Um, Mostly just bigger. It's like way bigger. It's way bigger. Yeah. So we had been using a 7x12 enclosed trailer for our job site tool trailer, and we would kind of maxed it out. There yeah. was no extra space in there. We had reorganized it like three times, built out different shelves, all of that. Mm -hmm. And it just wasn't really doing it anymore. It wasn't cutting it. So right. we had a little bit of downtime waiting for a permit to get approved. So kind have of we figured, mentioned that? We're still I that. think <laughs> we've mentioned that for the past like six weeks. Uh, it's been like three weeks that we've been like sort yeah. of not on a project. One of those weeks yeah. was in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Then we had the short holiday week. So, um, but kind of figured it, it was something that we were thinking about for quite a while. Like, yeah, eventually we should probably get a bigger trailer. But uh, last, well, I guess this Monday, was it this? No, it was last. When was that? That we went out to, out to lunch. That was Monday. Monday, we Monday. went out to lunch as a team. We were uh, tying up some loose ends. We went out to lunch to talk about uh, the new year and, and get everybody pumped up, get some plans in place for how we're going to just dominate. Right. And uh, decided, you know what? Now's the time. Let's get a trailer. Left from there, went, bought a trailer. Yep. Had it by, got to the place at 3 p.m., was home by 4.30 with a new trailer. So uh, I think that's, uh, that's... Is it not like buying a car where you have to sit there forever and they try to like haggle with you yeah i've never I think, bought a trailer so i don't know that seems well, like very fast so i'd seen it online and then i called the place and i said hey uh do you guys have this still and they said yeah and i said okay how long does it take to do the paperwork if i get there by three can i get out by four mm -hmm. and uh they said yeah i think we can do that and then i didn't get yeah. there until 3 30 so after all that they uh, knew uh i was going out of there with the trailer so gotcha so i even no asked haggling. i said hey can you throw in uh some trailer locks for it and he said oh yeah sure i can put it on here and I was like, no, no, no. I mean, like, can you, can you give them as a gift? Yeah. Because I'm buying May this. I have them, please. Because I'm buying this twelve thousand dollar trailer. <laughs> and he said, oh no, 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 we can't do that. Oh. Yeah. Got to get every penny out of the, out of the buyer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I think if I just kind of strolled in there and was like, eh, I'm thinking about a trailer, maybe. What can you do for me? Maybe could have got a better deal, but uh, time was of the essence. Got it. They they sensed your urgency. And they they were willing the urgency. to work with that. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, Got out of there with a trailer, a eight and a half by 16 enclosed trailer, spent about $12,000 on it out the door. Mm -hmm. So uh, not too bad, but it's so much bigger, so much more space for activities yeah. and storage. And there's a lot that you need to think about when you're evaluating equipment or trailers or storage or shop space mm -hmm. that I think uh, is very pertinent to what we were doing this week which is you know taking your time and, and really planning it out yeah what do you think i think i don't know maybe it's just the time of year it feels like everything it's like a you know we're getting closer to new year's everything's kind of things are getting a little slower just because it's getting colder it yep. feels like a great organization time because we've been doing a lot of like organizing like other things like business wise and mm -hmm. then 
like a physical organization with this trailer. So yeah, I think it's been great. I haven't really had any input, but I do love watching everybody else have like very strong opinions about like where things should go. And, you know, they're in there. And like Tom is so good at organization. He's got some like really good ideas. So, yep. oh, I love it. I I love organization. I do too. I'm not good at it, but I enjoy it. I enjoy when other people enjoy it and do it around me. Right. That makes sense. Organize for you. Organize for me or just around me. I can be, let me be chaotic in my own little, my own little (laughs) bubble, but uh, make sure everything around my uh, circumference is organized and tidy. Right. Yeah. I like that. So uh, yeah, Tom's really good at that. And Mm -hmm. Ant is obviously our lead guy, job foreman, extraordinaire, lead carpenter man. Mm -hmm. Uh, I guess his official title. All Is that, that. it? That's yeah, it. that whole thing. Okay. Yeah, we'll put that on a business card for him. <laughs> uh, so I tried to I tried to stay out of it as much as uh, I could help myself. Mm-hmm. I popped in a little bit of input <laughs> here and there, uh, only when only when they they didn't mind it too much. But for the most part, I wanted them to really make all the decisions on how we build this out. They're the ones that. Um, you know, are in and out of there every single day. Mm-hmm. I'm only on the tools like half the time. So I'm more, I don't want to be calling the shots and, and driving that bus. I want to just get on as a passenger. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, Love that. and then Tom's going to be one that keeps it organized and keeps inventory of what type of stuff we have, what, uh, materials, fasteners, all that kind of stuff we need to get. Uh, when we're starting to run low. So I figured between the two of them, they can make all the decisions on how it gets set up. And, uh, you know, they'll have some ownership in keeping it clean, keeping it organized and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we also, another thing we did this week was um, add a new, new desk to our our van. We did, yeah. And by we, I mean, Anthony did it. We were, you and I were handling other things. But, yes. um the only input that I had was about the chair leg, the chair like the legs folding up, and I was like, "Make sure it fits." And then in the end, it didn't fit. And then I was like, "I told you so," and that did not go over well. And I shouldn't have done that. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I was happy to stay out of the the van. I mean, the trailer planning because <laughs> I don't think yeah. that my voice was needed or wanted. So <laughs> yeah, um, good book recommendation for you. Uh, how to win friends and influence people. I know, and I've read that so many times, but. You need to maybe just, reread it one more time. I know. In that instance, that was like the one thing I said, though. So I was like, oh, man, I told you so. And then I was like, I shouldn't yeah. have done that. Yeah. He didn't love that. No. because a little uh, bit bad about that. No yeah. one would. No one would like to be talked to I like forget that. what we were doing. We were actually working at your house that day. Yeah. Uh, outfitting the van in the driveway. Uh, you were working on editing all of the podcast stuff, yeah. the clips and everything. I was working on uh, a design, I believe. So... I was in your dining room. You were in your living room. We were both inside your house working on our computers at that moment. Aunt <laughs> is outside <laughs> working on this, you know, crazy third desk that we're fitting into a van. And then yeah. Catherine comes out and says, uh, that was my only input. I told you that so. wasn't going to work. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so something to learn from there. <laughs> I, I learned. I took it. I, I took it internally. Yep. I shouldn't do that. Uh, and I will not do that going forward. Yeah. Remember the compliment sandwich. Uh, oh, I love a compliment of sandwich. Life. Yeah. yeah. Say, hey, I this think... looks awesome. By the way, you completely effed this up. and uh, But you're doing a great job. Compliment sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Especially at the time, it was already, uh, everything was already done. Yes. I just didn't need to say anything. It did, like, even a compliment sandwich was unnecessary. I just didn't need to say anything. Yeah. I should have just left it be. Yep. But uh, sometimes I got a big ego and I got to just point out when I was right. And uh, which leads us into our next topic. <laughs> next, you think that's that, that is something else that we're going to touch on today. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about uh, that later. We'll talk about that later. We have we have quite a few topics. Um, uh, again, on the organization, I think one thing that you really need to think about and prioritize in your business is your job site setup. So whether you have a van or a pickup truck or an enclosed trailer that you leave on site with all of your tools and everything, you really need to think about how important that is. Like the efficiency really starts there with how well everything's organized and how quickly you can find what you need and know when you're low on something so you can re-up on that stock and uh, really make sure that you take your time on it. That's something that uh, 
we, we really talked about initially when I was like, all right, you know what? Let's just buy a trailer. We'll get a new one. And it's like, all right, well, if you're buying a trailer, like then we're not going to try to start a new job this week. Like we're going to spend all week on the trailer and we're going to make sure it's set up right. So we don't have to redo things down the line. Yeah. And that's a really good way to look at it. And it might seem like you never have time to like set aside to set up a new trailer or reorganize whatever kind of setup you have. But once you do, you realize you make up all that time plus some when you get back on the job site, especially yeah. like over the course of the next two years when we're using this trailer every day and it stays organized. I mean, we're going to make up so much time. Yeah. So something that's was, hard to do, but you it, need um, to. Zach Detmore who said like he had a boss who had like, you had to like dig in the van and get stuff. And he like yeah. actually figured out and calculated the time that he wasted, like trying to dig for things. And it actually ended up being like some absurd number of, yeah. And it's so like if you look at it that way, like if you have an unorganized trailer or situation or van or whatever, you're actually wasting so much more time than it would take to actually sit down, plan it yeah. and get things like in the right spot. So, yeah. You know. yeah, I'd say it's not crazy to say you would waste uh, on average like a half hour a day, just like oh, fiddling yeah. around with stuff, looking mm -hmm. for something, Um you know, maybe it's not always a half hour, but some days it's maybe an hour when you need, you know, you're doing punch list stuff and you need 20 different tools. And each time you go into the trailer, it takes you four or five minutes to look for that tool that you need. Mm -hmm. It really does add up. So as much as it, I think for me, it's sometimes hard for me to say, okay, let's stop right now. Let's take a step back. Let's do something that doesn't feel super productive. We're not building a project. Mm -hmm. But it really is important, and it's uh, it's always something that I have to like throttle back my initial like uh, feelings on it or uh, my initial instincts, which is let's just keep building projects, let's just go on to the next one. Right. Um, taking that time to really do it the right way is super important, yeah. and it's uh, it's going to work out great for us. I'm really excited to get back on site and have this new trailer with everything set up exactly how we need it. Yeah. It's hard to get out of that mindset of like, oh, I have to take a step backwards to take two steps forwards. You never want to take yeah. that that step backwards always feels bad in time, yeah. but it's going to be worth it in the end. Hopefully. No, it is. You think it is? It is, definitely. It definitely yeah. is. It definitely is. For sure. You guarantee it. it? I guarantee it. All right, cool. I guarantee it. Because I wasn't it. sure. No, I'm sure. I'm definitely super <laughs> sure. It's it's super important. And uh you know, it's it's a it's a huge cost. I mean, twelve thousand dollars for a new trailer plus yeah. paying everybody to not be on a job site making money for an entire week. Uh it's gonna be an expensive trailer at the end of the week. Yeah. And it's the end of the week. It was an expensive trailer. <laughs> but it's uh it's one of those things as a business owner you have to look at as uh as just a necessity. You have to do it sometimes. You have to take a step back look at all your inefficiencies. And a lot of ours were coming from the fact that our trailer was too small and we couldn't fit all the stuff that we need in there. So yeah, uh, I kind of yeah. like looking at it like it's a, like maybe it's like a growing pain. Like it's just a sign of growth and that's great. Yeah, that's it's, true. It's great that we need a new trailer. It's great that we're like, we need all these new things. It's great that we have a team that's able to build it out to their exact specs and they care enough to sit down and really figure that stuff out. So it's like, yeah, it might be like, Oh, this kind of hurts the wallet but it's like this is a great this is a great sign like it's yeah it's growth it's ultimately yep. it's growth and that's great it is it's a growing pain but it's growing it's a growing pain but then you did no you hurt no more when you big <laughs> that's i think the that's saying. the saying yeah. yeah and no hurt no more when you big <laughs> so we're going through the growing pains and we'll be big soon um enough on that what do yeah. you think I think that's good. Everybody evaluate your job site setup and yeah. uh, do what you need to do. Yeah. Take care of and business. I, yeah. And I mean, if anybody else has pointers that they want to reach out and tell us, let us know. Because I feel like now that I've, I'm in the mindset of this and I was watching a bunch of other trailer videos. Yeah. I love it. I love watching how other people like organize their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. uh, I think that there is some value there. But yeah. uh, don't give us too many tips because we, well, it's, it's going to be done guess, now. Yeah. And then <laughs> I don't want to have like huge regrets if it's like, oh, that's we should have done that. Yeah, but true. we did leave some space open to like kind of grow into it. So right. um, we didn't like, you know, pack out every single inch of the trailer. We do have some open space because we know we're going to have like, oh, this tool that we need to get. We need a spot for it or mm -hmm. um, just random things that you want to have the flexibility to kind of grow into it and make sure that you have everything that you need. 
Yeah. So I think that's enough on the trailer. Okay. I think that's enough on the trailer. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about. What? Well, first off, uh, let's talk about, because on the last episode, I said I was going to get into right. the morning journaling, yeah, the, the automatic writing. Um, I'm at a bit of a, <laughs> I'm at a bit of a crossroads with it. So okay. for some reason, I had the idea that... Um, because sometimes like you're doing this like automatic writing. It's just, it, which has been super helpful to me in the past because mm -hmm. like I said, my mind is like always so jumbled with thoughts and to just like spew that out onto paper, it feels like you kind of get it out of your head and you think a little bit clearer for the time being. But I thought for whatever reason, it would be a really good idea to write all this stuff down, rip the pages out and then burn them. Burn them. Like kind of ritualistic, <laughs> you know, you're getting okay. all those like random thoughts because most of the time the stuff you're writing like barely makes sense. It's not full sentences. It's just like a stream of consciousness of your thoughts and you're getting them out of your head. So mm -hmm. it's not like, it's like uh, a, is, this, it, is this a controlled burn situation? Explain that to us. It's a controlled burn situation. Is it a fire yeah. pit? It's uh, so and we'll get into this. I only did it one day. <gasps> yeah. But there's seven days in a week. And there was and like nine days since the last time we recorded. I know, oh, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Uh, I burned it inside of like a metal tin inside my garage. But uh, so that was the thing. I wrote it inside and then I'm like, I had this idea to burn it. And I thought that that would like be symbolic and ritualistic. And I was like, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Uh, then I went outside. It's the morning. I just came from inside. It's freezing out. Yeah. And I'm standing there waiting for this thing to burn to make sure it doesn't like, you know, <laughs> spew embers somewhere and right. catch my garage on fire. So, uh, so that kind of threw me for a loop. I should probably okay. just go back to a regular journal. The pages stay unburnt. Maybe. I kind of like the idea of a burnt situation. So did I. Like, I liked it too. I, yeah, that feels like cleansing or something. Like it's, yeah. it's out of your head and now it's gone and you don't have to worry about it. Like, exactly. It felt good when I did it. But then also it was like, all right, well, it's freezing out here. It took longer to burn that one piece of paper than I thought. Yeah. Maybe I need like a torch situation. Yeah, what were you burning it with? Matches? No, it's just a tiny little lighter. Oh, you need like a... You need like a torch. You have a flamethrower thing. You should do with that. That'd be way cooler. <laughs> I feel like that would that 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 would remove it from the realm of controlled burn at that point. <laughs> if I'm using a flamethrower inside my closed garage, this doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah, that might add an element of danger, but it would look cool. It would definitely look cool. Well, I uh, feel cool too. I'm going to work on that because I do still feel like it's a very good thing for my mental headspace. Just the way that I'm wired, I think that would be a really good thing for me to get back into and yeah. continue with. So, uh, more on that later. Okay. We'll update we'll you next week. Back. We'll circle, circle back, back to that. that. But another thing that we have been looking into this week is to do lists. Yes, our to-do lists. To-do list. Turning your to-do list into a to-done list. Oh, did you just think of that? Maybe. Did you coin that? Not sure, but sounds like it. Uh, okay, so to-do lists are very important. Yeah, yep. Like everyone, everyone kind of needs them. Yeah. You know, in some sort of fashion, everyone usually is doing some sort of to-do list, whether it's mm -hmm. just you're writing stuff down on paper or, um, you know, putting stuff in your calendar, on your phone, whatever it is. Uh, and we've done a bunch of different stuff. I'm a big believer in lists, but it's also something that's hard for me to keep up on on a regular basis. And ideally, I'm doing them every day. Mm -hmm. So I've done a bunch of different stuff in the past. I've done a paper notebook in my back pocket that I carry around and write stuff down. That worked pretty good. Right. But then some days you Grab can't find it or yeah. you can't find it. Yeah. Turns out it's in one of your pairs of pants that went through the wash. Oh, no. That happened quite a few times. Oh, no. Um, other things that we've done are writing it on the uh, dry erase board right above our desks in the van. Yeah. But what happens there? What if we're not in the van? Sometimes we're not in the van. Sometimes we're not in the van. It's true. So that is a little bit problematic. And I tried some different apps that are out there, and they just felt like they were too complicated. Yeah. So what we have recently done, and I believe you're doing this too, yep. is just using the notes app on our iPhone. Yeah, with the checklist feature. With the checklist feature. So you can write down the things that you need to do. And uh, 
I like to just keep things on there for like a few days. So I don't want to put like really big long-term things on there. Yeah. It's like, what am I trying to accomplish like in the next few days? And then you can just check them off as you go. And it's just a running list. You just update it as you go. Yeah. It's right there with you all the time. And uh, it works out pretty good. I'm really, really liking it so far. Yeah. I have a couple issues with it. Okay. That's because... For a to-do list, I like it to just be daily. I want a to-do list. I want my list to be checked off by the end of the day. It's done. Put it away. Start fresh in the next day. And I get in the trap of like, okay, well, I know I have this big picture goal that I need. I'm going to put it on my to-do list. And then that's not going to get checked off in a day or a week. Like some of these things are going to take like a long time. Yeah. And I like having them there. So they're like fresh on my mind. I see them every day. I want it like top of mind. But then I'm like never getting the satisfaction of checking it off. So then I like. Yeah. So then I feel like those things just kind of get pushed to the side because I'm like, okay, I know I'm not going to be able to finish this and check it off by the end of the day. It's just getting pushed. So I feel like it's a balance with to-do lists. Yeah. I need to I need to reevaluate somewhere. <clears throat> I don't think I, it's the ultimate the ultimate uh the ultimate uh solution. Solution's yeah. the word I'm looking for. I don't think it's the ultimate solution, but I no. feel like it's been working the best for me lately is yeah. just doing that running list and uh but it is kind of annoying when you put something on there that like kind of needs to be done right away. Like it's a it's a now kind of thing that you need mm-hmm. to do. But one of the things that's been on my list like all week or since since I started it was I have to do all the W-9s for subcontractors, mm-hmm. send them to my accountant. And we maybe used like eight subcontractors this year. And one of them hasn't gotten back to me yet with the W-9. So I can't cross off W9s until I get this one last one yeah. that I'm waiting for. So uh that's a little frustrating. I can't I can't uh can't check it off. Yeah. So it's just been sitting on the list. That's annoying. But it's fresh on my mind, so within a reasonable amount of time I'll do a I'll remember to do a, a reach back. Yeah. Or reach out. Reach out. Touch back. Touch base? A touch a back touch base. <laughs> I'll touch base back with them when I circle around. Right. Yep. For the I W9. Now, I can yeah, remind I them. I think that's exactly what you do. That's exactly it. Yeah. I'm a so, wordsmith. So we're adding uh to-do list to our a uh, to to-do list app to our many different things that we yeah. want to accomplish. Because yeah. we want the perfect app that helps us with a uh which that's why I like what we have in the van, because in the van on both of our boards it has like today, in the next week, and then mine has our on the radar. I don't know what yours says. Mine uh, on the radar is just kind of like, I don't have a specific space for it on oh, the dry erase board, but it's kind of yeah. ambiguous. Um, yeah. So I do like that. Yeah. But I then like you that... get in the problem of too many to-do lists. Too many to-do lists. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you just need one that's daily and one that's like a little bit bigger picture. Yeah. I think something like big picture, <clears throat> like uh, I want to go to the moon. That doesn't need to be like, you don't necessarily need to be reminded of that every day. Maybe. Or maybe you do. I don't know. I think know. you do. Maybe. I feel, I mean, that's a mm. big, that, that that would be a big goal. But yeah. for, for me, the bigger goals that I have, I like to see them every day. I want to like, yeah. I want them to be top of mind. So I'm still like strategizing and thinking and. Make sure you're taking the little steps to get to that big step. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. Well, so basically what I'm getting at, I think there is an ideal solution out there possibly, or we need to invent it with some mm-hmm. sort of app. But I feel like the other ones I've tried, they're they're like built out for like huge teams where everyone yeah. can share their stuff yeah, and they're like really complicated. Yeah. I feel like we need something a little bit more sophisticated than the Notes app, but nothing too crazy. That would be ideal. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, if anybody has any anything that they use that is working really well, let us know. Yeah. But uh, for right now, if you haven't checked out the... Because I didn't know they had those like checklists on the Apple Notes yeah. thing. And uh, it's worked out pretty good so far. Yeah. Can't complain. Something to think about. Something to think about. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's probably enough uh, on that. I think to we're list. to done with that. To do, to done. <laughs> to do, now is to, to done. done. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. All right. Well, I guess we'll, you want to circle back to that ego thing? Well, I feel like uh, yeah, it has. Um, let's chat about it. What do you What do you got, Sean? So uh, it's been on my mind for a few different reasons. I feel like every now and then you run into somebody that is just like so full of themselves and, and acts like they are like so above everyone else because they've done this like one thing. And 
I mean, most, I don't, I don't want to say that it's like a lot of people. Cause it's most of the people that we meet in this industry are like amazing, super humble, just super mm-hmm. good people. But you know, you occasionally run into like one or two people that like you get this sense that they think they have everything figured out and they're better than other people in some way. And that always rubs me the wrong way. I think it rubs yeah. most people the wrong way. Yeah. But what made me really think about it is I've been reading a book for quite a while because uh, we're doing a lot of audio books and yeah. this is a paper book. So I just occasionally read it at night and uh, I've been reading it for, I don't know, a month or two. It's called Super Tall. It's about super tall buildings. Which is like a technical term. It is I just a learned. technical <laughs> term. Yeah. Do you know what uh, qualifies a building as a super tall? No. What? Over 900 feet. Okay. Over 900 that feet. That is a super tall building. It's super tall. And that is actually like a technical term for it. Yeah. It's a classification of building size, the super tall. But I'm is reading Is there like this. a medium tall and then a small tall? Or is it just Not sure. regular or super tall? Not sure, to be honest. I'm only reading mm. the book on super talls. Okay. So uh, <laughs> basically like uh, the Empire State Building, mm. the Burj Khalifa, which is the largest, tallest building in the world. Um, and it's super, super interesting. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if I should talk more about the book right now and then go into the, the why that made me think so much about the ego. Talk about the book. I think it's interesting. Okay. It's super interesting. I think anybody that is in the trades would find this super, super interesting because like you see these buildings and it's just like, I think for the most part, like we're so accustomed to skyscrapers, like seeing them on a skyline and all that kind of stuff that you don't think about like all of the engineering and like the difficult things that you have to overcome, the higher you go up in the air. And it's like unbelievable, just all of the engineering that goes into a super tall building. Yeah. Oh, it's nuts. It's crazy. You know what one of the one of the biggest uh, stumbling blocks is for tall buildings? Wind. Wind's a tough one. Yeah, and I'm not sure uh, whether it's the top one, but elevators. Oh yeah. Like they're kind of limited by the uh, by the technology in the elevator. So elevators are typically driven on like a cable system. And the higher that cable system goes, the more of the weight of the cable itself, it has to support. So you can only get to like a certain height with those singular shaft elevators. And that becomes like a, uh, a restricting point to how tall you can build the building, because then you need Uh, an elevator shaft that goes up so high to another lobby and then there's a shaft next to it. And the more Mm -hmm. elevator shafts you have, the fewer um, or the less ground space, office space you have to lease. So there's like a balance that you have to find. Yeah. You know, you want the elevator shafts to not take up too much of the space that there's not that much rentable space. Um, Super interesting. Yeah. There's so much that goes into these buildings. I worked for a developer that developed a super tall building in Philadelphia and it was like... I mean, I wasn't on the development part of it. I was on like more of the accounting side, but just seeing all the different like people we paid. So it's like all these different like. What's the damage on a building like that? Oh, it's absurd. It's just like insane amount of money. And the Comcast, my company developed both of the Comcast centers. And the first one I think went pretty smoothly. The second one was just like. Nightmare. Nightmare city. And it was like millions and millions, like hundreds of millions of dollars over budget. It was like a nightmare. But. Wow you see all the different kinds of people you're paying and it's like weird stuff that you wouldn't even think about. Like, um, like the elevator people, like that's a whole separate thing. That's like a whole, it's a big thing. It's a huge thing. And then like different mechanics and, and H like the heating and cooling people. That's like a whole big thing. And it's, it's wild how much goes into those. And like, somebody's got to organize all that. Did you have to? Not me. No. Oh, (laughs) okay. I was going to say, then why are our, why are our jobs not super smooth by now? If you can organize that. Uh, air conditioning, that's another one of the huge stumbling blocks yeah. because um, you have to like pump this cooled air all the way through a building that's like yeah. super tall. Yeah. And, and there's uh, something about that with like air pressure too, with um, like the taller the building and all the air gets sucked up. And then yeah. you have to do those, uh, what are those called? The like rotary doors? You have to do. Yeah, yeah. Because the cause all, uh, like, it has revolving to be, doors. Revolving doors. Because yeah. it has to be sealed at all times. Yep. Or else, like, 
the doors get really, really hard to open because all the air is getting sucked yeah. somewhere. Yep. So it's there's so much to think about. It's it's wild that these things ever get built because there's just so many different things that go into them. Yeah. And it, it's just really cool to read about it and like see all the different parts of it and like the evolution of where they started and where they're headed and mm. like what the limitations of them are because as real estate becomes less and less or more and more scarce, mm -hmm. like the idea is you have a small plot of land and you build up 400 stories and you know, that's your, that's your building. So you can like maximize the usable space. Yeah. It's super interesting. And I, I recommend anybody in the mm -hmm. trades to read it because it's just like eye opening that what we're doing is seems to be complicated and seems to be, um, you know, very involved. Like when you're there on site, like when we're building a project, it's like, we have all these things to think about. Like, Oh my God, this is a big detail. This is really important that we nail this. And then you, you read something like that. And it's like, we are literally like playing with Legos while people are building super tall skyscrapers. Yeah. It's like unbelievable. So that is another thing that led me into the whole ego thing. It's like, you know, we're, we're in an industry where we're doing backyards, we're doing decks and patios. And I don't want this to come across like you shouldn't be proud of what you do and you shouldn't take pride in it and like enjoy it. And, you know, you shouldn't get down on yourself because you're just building backyards. But I think it's ridiculous for anyone to get this huge ego about themselves. Like I'm the best deck builder, or best patio builder there is. And it's like, there's other people that are building super tall buildings, literal <laughs> super talls. So yeah. it's like, how can you get like that big of a head? Like, again, not to say like you shouldn't be proud of yourself. You shouldn't take pride in it. You absolutely should. And it's cool what we do. And it's amazing that we get to do that every day. But at the end of the day, I just think there's no reason that anyone should have an ego. You know yeah. what I mean? And even the people that are designing and building super tall buildings, it's like they can look to something else and be like, oh, we're just building super tall buildings on Earth. People are going to the moon. Yeah. So... I think it's all about perspective and I think people that are out there that have a big ego need a reality check that they're not as cool and big as they think they are <laughs> and uh, and there's just no need for it. Yeah. There's no need for it and uh, it's not something that, that I come across a lot but occasionally you do and it just rubs me the wrong way because at the end of the day it's like we're all doing a similar thing. We're all just out there trying our best. We're trying to get better. We're trying to do work that we're proud of. And for anyone to think that they're like better or they have everything figured out is just completely ridiculous. And there's people building super tall buildings <laughs> with yeah. so many complicated assets to it. There are aspects. Yeah. I feel like there's a big difference between know. like taking pride in what you do and having a big ego. Because yeah. I think that no matter what you do, you could be scraping roadkill off the the road. If you like are doing a good job at that, then you should take pride in what you do. And it's, it's super yeah. important to be like, go to bed every night, like proud of what you do and your output during that day. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you need to be like, I'm the best in the world. No one can touch what I do. No one can scrape roadkill like me or whatever. Exactly. Like, yeah. All right. Relax, Chachi. Like it's fine. Yeah. Everybody does cool stuff. Some people yeah. probably do cooler stuff than you, but Ultimately, yeah. no one's better than you and no one's worse than you as long as you're proud of what you're doing. Like, so be proud. Take pride in what you do. Yeah. But don't be a jerk about it. Don't be a jerk about Relax. it. Don't have a huge <laughs> ego because it's not that big of a deal. And at the end of the day, like, you know, Ant always says it. Just building decks and patios. That's what we yeah. do. We just build decks and patios. And it's it's cool. We love it. We take pride in it. We mm -hmm. enjoy it. We're proud of ourselves of what we do. And comparing to what we've done in the past, we're always trying to get better and be proud of that growth. But we're not going to like look down at other people and like, oh, look at the cool decks and patios we build. We're the best. Because it's like there's people building custom homes. Then there's people building whole neighborhoods and whole cities and then super tall buildings. Yeah. So. And that's just building things. It's not like any of those people are even saving people's lives. Like yeah. those people probably look at doctors and they're like, oh, my gosh, neurosurgeons, those people like how could you possibly know all that stuff? Yeah. Neurosurgeons are looking at like railway builders who are organizing these huge, massive, super fast train whatevers. Like, yeah, oh my super God, fast I, train whatevers. I think, How do they know, do those? In like Japan where it goes like. The maglev. What's it called? Maglev. Oh, no, I didn't know the name of it. I just know they have super fast trains. 
Yeah, uh, and actually that is talked about in the Super Tall book because it basically works off of like uh, uh, magnets. Yeah, you know, if magnets. you have you have two magnets that are like similarly mm-hmm. charged, you can't push them together. Yes, that's kind of the idea, um, and it propels along that. So it's basically levitating above the track. I thought it was polarity. That's why polarity, you can't yeah, push them together. Yeah, what did I say? How they're charged? How they're similarly charged? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I thought it was like a polarity thing and then like negative positive keeps pushing it away from each other. Anyway, either way. Something like that. It's what magnets. Somebody else knows these really scientific things. Yeah. We don't. We couldn't build a train like that. And they're talking about doing elevators like that. Oh. So, uh, you know, so maybe they can build even taller buildings. Yeah. Elevators always make me like, I'm not scared to go in an elevator in a tall building, but yeah. it does give me like pause for a minute. Like what if you get stuck in this thing? Uh, they are insanely safe. I don't, yeah, I don't think that, I'm not scared like they're going to fall, but I am scared that they're going to get stuck. One yeah. time in, in one of my buildings at work, I got stuck. It was like the building was only like six stories tall. It's not like even yeah. a tall building, but um, one of the floors was IBM, the computer company or whatever. Yeah. It was incredibly secure. Like everything was like insanely locked down and we weren't even supposed to have access to that floor. Um, but the building was like under construction or whatever. So for whatever reason, I got onto that floor, the door opens and then it's just locked doors with like no one there. Like you, these, it's all key cards. Oh, wow. So then I was just trapped there and I couldn't, I didn't have my cell phone with me, so I couldn't even call anybody. And, uh, I was like, well, what do I do? I, like I wasn't trapped in the elevator. I had like a small little room to walk into. So it wasn't like claustrophobia scared, but I was you like, you couldn't get back on the I elevator. Was like, no. Cause it was, I didn't have like a key card to go anywhere else. So it was like not letting me. Go back in go the elevator? Go anywhere else. I could go back in the elevator, but the elevator wasn't going to go anywhere. Oh, because it was stuck? Because I didn't have, like, the right key cards. Like, it was, it recognized that I wasn't supposed to be on that floor, I guess. But oh, it wouldn't wow. leave that floor. It wouldn't get off of that floor, and I couldn't go anywhere in this vestibule. And no I'm one was scared. coming to get me. Even if I, like, knocked on the door, they're not allowed to, like, the people in there can't open the door because it was so, like, secure and locked down. But I always so, think about, like, if I'm getting in an elevator did, What trapped, happened? I had to do the emergency button on the elevator, which, oh. by the way, if you have to do that, it costs like $1,500 every single time you have to press that button. What? Why? What do you mean? How does that, what does that mean? Because like there's a company that the you have to pay for elevator maintenance and yeah. whatever. So there's a company that like manages it for you and then they have huh. to send out like... A technician? No, like uh, fire and ambulance. Fire and ambulance game? Yeah. And I had to be like, sorry guys, I was, I was stuck. I didn't have a cell phone. I'm so sorry. Huh. Interesting. I waited a long time before I called it or like did that, but I wasn't, okay going, now, I wasn't going anywhere. I'm I'm fine now, wow. but it just makes me think like, what if you were in one of those super tall buildings, you get stuck. You press that button, I guess. Yes, you have to. Yeah, I don't know. And then what? Somebody's got to climb those 70 floors to get to you. Well, usually there's more than one elevator shaft, so. That's true. I guess I could take the elevator. Yeah. Something, something to think about. about. <laughs> uh, okay. So how long were you, were you stuck there till <clears throat> help came? We say like a half hour, hour, um, hour and a half. No, I, it was probably like forty five minutes. Forty five minutes wow. between time of of getting stuck and then by the time I was released. I'm just imagining like the elevator doors open and it's just like maybe there's like three doors in this vestibule, but everything's mm-hmm. white and you can't see through. Like maybe it looks like there's glass, but there's no you can't see through it. It was gray, no glass, just like a like a square five by five thing of carpet. Couple of doors, all gray, no character, kind of terrifying. Wow. Yeah. So, anyway. Anyway. Well, glad you got out of that. <laughs> Sounds like a sticky situation. Done with but that story time. Done with that. Uh, okay. Well, um, what else you got? <clears throat> what else you got? Do you think that's enough on ego? Um, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Just be cool. Everybody just be cool. Be cool. Why can't I mean, everyone just be cool? I don't know. I don't know what it is with some people that they just think they're so cool. You should think that you're cool, but you shouldn't think that you're cooler than other people. You know, I just yeah. I just think that uh, there's no room for big egos. I feel like my life mantra is like there is not one single person on this earth that is better than me. And there's not one single person that is worse than me. Like every we're all in the same playing field. Yeah. We're all just be cool. Every, be cool there's to always everybody. something that you can learn from somebody else. Yeah. And uh, everybody has a series of different life experiences that you yeah, can learn from. It's true. And grow. So it's very true. Everybody be cool. Everybody be cool. Keep that in mind, everybody. Yeah. Be cool to your fellow brothers and sisters of this earth. 
You gotta be cool to be kind. Is that song? Something. Yeah. Never heard that. <laughs> Sounds cool. Oh, one thing we didn't even mention. What? It's the MCC's birthday today. <laughs> How do we forget that? I can't believe it. I can't believe that we forgot that. It is the Mobile Command Center's first birthday of being in full operation. Amazing. What an amazing achievement. It really her. is. She's yeah. a beautiful girl. We love her so much. She is. She is. Ah. Uh, it's been exactly one year since she has been operational and we worked inside of her. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, but, you know, I think uh, I think there's maybe some there's some correlation there with the whole trailer situation, because it was kind of like uh, with the MCC, like, you know, it'll be perfect. Uh, mobile office mm-hmm. like three days later. What do we have? We got a mobile <laughs> office and we're building it out. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we kind of decide on the trailer. Like, you know what? We should get a new trailer. It's time. Literally leave from lunch, go to the trailer place, buy it, have it in like the next two hours. Yep. So uh, sometimes I think you need to follow that intuitive sense within you. When, when you know that something is something that you need, you just go for it. Yeah. And uh, I think that's hard to... It's hard to like do the the risk analysis of it on something like a van because it's like, I don't know. This is going to be totally new. Yeah. But you just have this feeling where it's like, I know that this feels right. Boom. Let's do it right now. The more time you spend thinking about certain things, the less likely, you know, you are to do it. And you're just going to kind of keep going about the same way you've been doing things that might not be the best. Yeah. And I think with the van, it just was such a clear... Like we knew exactly what the pain points were. And yeah. once we kind of thought of it, we were like, we should do a van where we work out of it and we're on the on site every day. Yeah. It was just like such a like a oh my gosh, duh, that's perfect kind of idea. Yeah. And then with the trailer, like so it may have appeared impulsive because we did it so quickly, but like it was just such a clear clear option. Need. Yeah, yeah. Like we like we knew exactly what the pain points were and then this yep. was gonna solve all of them. So we were like, perfect. We'll do that. Yeah. Amazing. And the same thing with the trailer. I think that it's kind of been like, you know, maybe mentioned a little bit talked about here and there said like okay we're outgrowing it in this way we're outgrowing it yeah. in this way should we get another one and uh then we saw the opportunity and jumped yeah. on it yeah we said you know what? we got the time let's do it right now so uh something to think about there yeah but happy birthday mcc happy birthday mcc we do and love you, you very know what much else? you know what else is coming up what's that this is our 49th episode so that means <gasps> that next week is our 50th 50th episode, episode. what should we do get crunk and answer questions you think so i think so okay <laughs> that sounds fun all right so i want it to be a fun episode yeah so we don't need to be serious anymore and the last like two or three episodes well i think last week we had some drinks but then the week before that no we last had week was coffee with aunt was that coffee with aunt well, that was two weeks ago that was two weeks ago last week so. was oh my gosh have we done coffee two weeks in a row mm, i don't know maybe Okay, well, yeah, then we definitely have some. No, last week we had some drinks. We had something. I'm pretty remember. sure it was coffee because that was the one before Thanksgiving. We did it in the morning. Yeah, anyway, here's remember. the thing. We'll get some drinks. We'll get some drinks, and uh, we're going to get some drinks in, and we're going to answer questions. So uh, how should people submit these questions? However they want. Instagram no, <laughs> probably would be easiest. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. We could get DMs. We'll, we can put a story up to get some questions. Yeah. Should we try call-ins? Yeah. Remember that the, num- the number we had expired? because The we number s- we had expired, but I will set up a new one. We'll set up a new one. And we will get that out on the, webs- on the website. On the, the Instagram on and the Instagrams stuff. And stuff. All right. Yeah. So, so next week, we are going to do a Q&A episode. And it's going to be a lot of fun because we're going to have some drinks. We're going to really let loose and maybe spill some secrets. I don't know. Ooh. You never know what's going to happen. So uh, these things are very lightly edited. So yeah, if something comes out, it's going live. Yeah. We won't even know it till <laughs> somebody tells us like, yeah. do you remember you said that? Like, so uh, let us know your questions. I think it'll be really fun. And uh, now it's time for for what? Secret question. What? Okay. You want to go first? I'll go first. Okay, you look ready. Yeah. Do you have one? Yeah. You do? No. Oh, okay. But I'll well, think of one by the time that you okay. ask yours. All right, mine's going to be like a little bit of a silly one. Okay. Okay, imagine you can pick one article of clothing. One article. That you get like <clears throat> unlimited free. Like you can have as many cool, whatever cool hat you want, you can get. Uh-huh. Whatever cool shoes you want, whatever nice denim pants, whatever jackets, like what 
article of clothing would you want to be able to get for free no matter what you want you can get it this is such an easy answer for me is it gonna be shoes shoes yeah hands I feel like, down i feel like most people would pick shoes because i definitely pick shoes yeah. as well so um but jackets would be close though jackets is jackets, a good one well i mean right now jackets are like topical and i do feel like i've been buying tons of jackets yeah but like in that in the summer what are you gonna do yeah it's true it's only a couple months a year you're wearing jackets here in new jersey that's true so, you gotta go shoes i i'm obsessed with shoes i love shoes i want to have a new pair of shoes every single day i'm going shoes yeah i think you're going shoes? shoes as well yeah. yeah uh i feel like jacket or some sort of like because you can go windbreaker windbreaker is also a jacket oh that's and like, like a spring raincoat? and fall okay you know yeah all right so yeah you second, could do like second a, could be a jacket so I guess. I, second would be a jacket for me uh but yeah probably have to go shoes yeah i mean i guess maybe you could get real funky with it if you want to be like a funky person and wear like different funky pants every day yeah not my style that's like a it is a style though it is a style so uh yeah i actually kind of want that because i can't find good work pants so you can just have every single one i can in the just world. try i can try something new every day that might be cool that's true hmm now I'm sticking with shoes. I love shoes. Okay. I'm going to also go with shoes. So All right. that was a quick question. That was a quick question. That was a stupid question. I'll think of a better one next week. I'm <laughs> sorry, everybody. That was just a dumb question. I do apologize for that. But uh, hey, sometimes I'm a bit of a dumb person. So what are you going to do? All right. What are you being so hard on yourself for? I'm Relax. not. I'm Relax. just saying. I don't have an ego. Sometimes I'm an idiot. And I ask stupid questions. All uh, right. All right. You ready? Yes. If you could trade lives with any... Wow. Let's say, well, I was going to say celebrity, but like celebrity, any like famous, any well-known person. If you could trade lives with any well-known person, who would it be? Isn't that like the same thing as a celebrity? Well, I wouldn't like if you were like William Shakespeare, I wouldn't say he's like a celebrity. I would say he's like a well-known person. He's also dead. So there's no life to switch with. Well, like life yeah. has life has ended for him. Yes, I guess that's true. But I mean, like, OK, while any, they were could, alive. OK, um. Like what? Whose life would you like to live? Who Who do you think has a cool life? Me. <laughs> I think I have a All cool right, life. All right, big ego. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, ah, that's tough. Like, uh, I'd say maybe <gasps> David Blaine. Magic man. Magic man. <laughs> Okay. I don't think I would be doing like all of like the most recent stuff he's done, like standing a block of ice for three days or whatever. But yeah. his old like street magic stuff was so cool. Okay. I would love to see the look on people's faces when they think you just levitated in front of them. Yeah. You know what? People are like, oh my God. And they're like running around. Yeah. That was so cool. Magic is kind of cool because Tom taught me a magic trick while we were in Las Vegas and then I did it to other people and people do like freak out. Really? Yeah. Huh. It was cool. Did you miss that magic trick? Yeah, I don't oh. know where I was, but um, yeah, <clears throat> magic is either really cool or it's like not cool at all. Well, yeah, there's it runs. It's like very polarizing. <laughs> You're either like a super cool magician or like yeah. a not cool at all magician. Yeah, David Blaine's probably like the coolest magician. What else did he do though? I can only think of that ice thing, and then like a he was trapped in a straitjacket underwater or something. Uh, I don't know. I forget. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, when you're him, you can do whatever I want. Do whatever you want, yeah. I would just do the street magic stuff. That's so, it's so cool. Those videos were so, so funny. Yeah, and Everyone's he was like, like real serious, out. right? Like that was his thing. Yeah. He was real like smoldering. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All so, right, I like that. That's pretty That's cool. what I would trade lives with. Who do you got? All right, I'm going. This is a little, um, a little off the beaten path, but I would go Peggy Guggenheim. Do you know who she is? I imagine she's some sort of person involved with the Guggenheim uh, Museum. Exactly. She's the daughter of that person. So she mm. got all the money from the family. Yes. And then she was like, I'm just going to go crazy. And she was like, she became this like kind of recluse lady who was like an art collector and just like mm. did whatever she wanted. And she would build these like villas and she's so cool. So I think that would be a cool she's way still to live with us. Uh, I don't believe so. I believe she's she no, no longer Earthside. She's no longer Earthside. Oh. Um, and I think she had like a bunch of dogs and stuff. And I think that. If you get to, like, I love my life. I'm very happy with my life. But I think that it's so interesting to think about how other people have just completely separate lives and existences than you. Yeah. There's a word for that. Sonder. Uh, Sonder. Yeah. Um, and, like, her, like, she was born rich. Yeah. And then she, like, just had this life that I could never imagine. And then she just, like, did whatever she wants. Like, that'd be so cool to just be so free. Just you have 
all of your needs met and you can just do whatever you want. That seems like a really just cool way to be for a while. Yeah, that's true. I feel like, uh, I feel like that is kind of interesting. If you're born super like insanely rich, like if I were to get insanely rich, I feel like I wouldn't, I wouldn't really know what to do with it because I had to work so hard for it. I would like value it too much, but it's probably fun to just be like, money's like nothing. It's just like, I do whatever I want with it because I'm so rich and I've always been rich. Yeah. And like, um, think of like the, like, and to think about us, like normies, if we just all of a sudden got a bunch of money, like that would feel very shocking. But like to her, the life, her life was just always like, yeah, she's always had all of her needs met. She just, that's just how very she exists. Yeah. She just existed. Yeah. Like the things that she would do, like if we were rich, we'd be like, okay, we're going to buy like a car. But like for her, she's like, I'm going to buy an Italian villa that's 97 acres just because it's Tuesday, you know? Yeah, that's, so that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool to live like yeah. that, I think. I, I mean, like I to think try that it for that like would, a day. Yeah, it'll probably get old, <laughs> but uh, she probably wasn't really happy deep down. No, I think she was. Oh, she she was? was like super eccentric. She she seems like, I mean, I didn't know her mm. personally, so I can't really say, but it seemed like she was like really living life to the fullest. We'll have to see if she, it sounds like there's a small possibility she might still be Earthside. Mm, or she's definitely I'm dead. I'm pretty sure she's she's. Well, we're going to look into it. Maybe if not, we can get it on the podcast. (laughs) That'd be cool. (laughs) That would be cool. Uh, Okay. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Uh, I think for the most part, though, uh, I like my own life because the possibilities are endless. You know? Yeah. Yeah. True. You know, uh, you're the master of your own domain. Yeah. But it's fun to just like think about it every once in a while. Like you can't be these people. So. Obviously, you're going to like your own life because there's no way that you can switch lives. So just, you know, yeah, think about it a little bit. I don't want to, but it's okay. fun to like let your mind wander. Yeah, I guess or so. not or not. I just like my own life. I, I like that uh, I'm supremely in control of my own destiny. Yeah, everybody you know? is. Yeah. Something about <laughs> I don't know. We're For getting sure. kind of deep here on this <laughs> little silly question. Uh, you know what I'm going to do for next week? What? I'm going to think of a question beforehand because we're going to be drinking. It's going to be That's tough true. to think one that on the true. spot. We're going to have to. We'll have to, we'll have to prepare. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> I guess that's it for this week. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And if you could give us a review or share it with a friend even. Yeah. That would be really nice give of you. Share. That would be really, really nice of you in this holiday season <laughs> if you could do that. It and... is the season of giving. So Yes. No pressure, but. No pressure, but also a lot of pressure. (laughs) All right. Well, until next time, this has been the hardworking happy hour. See you next week. A little turnt.